for me, I think uh, the people part has been amazing learning, and I, I don't think I'll be the same person if I was not running a startup. So welcome to Outliers. This is a podcast with Outliers, and uh, I'm really excited uh, to be sitting with uh, an outlier. <laughs> uh, I'm sitting down with Arpita Kapoor, who is a co-founder of uh, Mac uh, Mocha. Yes. See, I mean, I'm, I'm learning English. Getting it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, why is she an outlier? We'll discover. But uh, I think it always fascinated me the world of gaming. I like. I, I'm not a gamer really. Right. But when I go around, meet some people who are living in a parallel world, right. <laughs> and I was uh, the first time I heard about Macmoka and you, I was like, I should get to you know sit down with you someday and understand right. why are you doing whatever you are doing <laughs> right. and what it is. So, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, thank you, Pankaj. And we, I've been following Factor Daily all this while, and we have to do this customary. <laughs> I like you, you like you before we get. <laughs> Get into the real stuff for, for our audience. Uh, I so. only meet outliers. I'm not <laughs> uh, so let's start from the start. Okay. Mm, so so tell me where where you come from and help me understand uh, where did gaming come into your life? In, when and how and where? <laughs> um, so I belong to a very very small village uh, near Lucknow. Um, uh, it's called Pihani. It's near Hardoi, which is a town. Uh, so you may know because you are from from similar places and background. Uh, but yeah, so I've done my schooling in Hardoi for about uh, till I was in tenth, and then I ended I ended up getting scholarship to move to Delhi. So I moved to Delhi. Um, but I think uh, that's one reason why I've seen uh, you know what Pihani and what villages and towns in India look like, and which makes me very excited about our vision as Mekmoka, which is making India play and uh, kind of uh, so that's a very huge jump from you know what i was studying to what i'm doing right now and uh, i think it's been very very exciting over over a long uh, kind of number of years uh, that uh, you know i've so i moved to delhi i was doing thinking of doing journalism uh, for that matter i did 11th and 12th in delhi uh, at delhi public school i had a very good scholarship that funded that that education and uh, and then i moved uh, I, I had an option to study whatever i wanted to and then i decided to study engineering that is primarily because i thought if i am an engineer i can pretty much do whatever i want and in this age of technology, I think that was a very good decision yeah. <laughs> in hindsight because I was never blocked on anybody to, to start whatever I wanted to start. And um, so all through my college, I was doing random things and I worked with Anil Kumar Gupta from IMA. He's a grassroots innovator. No, no. We did a podcast with him. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. So I worked with him in my first year of college. Then I worked with Digit, which is a magazine in my first year of college. I worked with that group too. Oh, oh my God. So much commonality. <laughs> this is not scripted at all <laughs> no so i worked with digit during college and then i think somewhere you know i met my co-founder mohit in college itself and he was a he was deeply into gaming and i had played games only on you know those cassettes in tv in my village because we have nothing else to do um you know i couldn't go to a tennis class or a swimming class or any nothing seriously and te technically nothing else to do than just study and probably play those games on tv so all one in 100 cassettes that used to come uh, so i'm thankful that we had that at that point so i knew what games are and and, and i think uh, uh, having mohit around got us 
extremely interested into obviously playing a lot of games and uh, uh, in college and then we went to digit and when we were doing internship with digit we wrote a lot about gaming yeah. uh, naturally because i and mohit both were very interested in the space and how it's evolving and how every new technology i mean today you know it's bitcoins whatever virtual reality everything gets adopted by gaming first um so i think that's where it's kind of started a little bit and then from there uh, on we did uh, unesco games for change so unesco the, does this activity where they ask people to submit ideas where you could make games for change uh, so we did some entries there um yeah then we got selected for igda scholarship so igda is international game developers association okay. uh, so they they usually pick up like 25 students across the world uh through certain selection process and then they fly you to silicon valley and it's like an accelerator kind of a program where they just sensitize you on you know this is what the industry is like and this is the great work people are doing um so i think that was our first touch point to seeing how companies work like till that point we were like gamers and very passionate and everything but i think when we went to uh, valley and we saw playdom and zynga and uh, we met all of their uh, you know early teams i think it was uh, for me it was very exciting that okay this is a space where people are not just doing creativity but it's a great mix of creativity technology storytelling um so much so and and i think uh, that's where a uh, lot more interest a <laughs> lot more interest came in um then we did our bachelor's uh, thesis i did in 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 a in gaming space itself which all of our professors hated so we but what is this obsession with gaming like like no, so kira, what is that yeah, kira that, that, that kira i think is is primarily about it's a very very good mix of creativity and technology it's probably the best mix so it's like if you are at mcmoka you will work with artists animators sound designers storytellers engineers product managers ux guys all at one place so it's it's extremely fulfilling as an experience to do uh, rather than you know designing one tab of one product um so i think um, the fact that you can you can kind of create virtual worlds you can connect people uh, you can make people who are probably alone and and you know not feeling so great feel great about themselves and there's so many people like that in world yeah in, i think the way you're talking about it and now understand more like intersection of gaming with technology society or behavior behavior, behavior human behavior everything. very fascinating it's it's actually very very fascinating uh, for example the bachelor thesis that i did was uh, in you know modeling the emotion of envy in a non player character so how do you model jealousy wow in a non player character <laughs> and it was very i mean it was all psychology we and i am ended up reading all kinds of psychology books seeing how we could empirically model that into a non player character when i say non player character it means a virtual character yeah, yeah. not the real player yeah. uh, so how can a virtual character get jealous of you in a game and and it was very interesting i mean it was just intriguing uh, and now i think with ai and everything happening it makes a lot more sense so uh, so when did this actually become a company or or did you think if this can make money or you the whole startup ha uh-huh, so startup wasn't coming from gaming at all so i did another startup before we did mcmoka so me and mohit did a company called sirf sabzi before we started uh, mcmoka when was that there was last year of our college uh, so that was uh, 2012 2013 um and uh, so i think we were 
I mean, I, it sounds very cliche, but I think I was the only person I knew who was an entrepreneur at that time was Sachin Bansal, and that's the only news I had read. I'm meeting him at six today. <laughs> oh, great! You should please tell him that I am heavily inspired. We took money from Flipkart and everything. Um, so I think I was. Uh, I think we knew only that. We knew only about Flipkart. Somehow we were in this whole. We were anyway not from like IIT yeah. where you know we are churning entrepreneurs left and right. Very few people from our college did entrepreneurship. So the 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 scope the lens was limited, but we still wanted to solve the food problem in college because our mess and all wasn't great. So we're like, let's get some food to this mess place. Mess is always a mess. Yeah, mess is always a mess. So we decided doing sirf sabzi, and the idea was that you know rice and roti is okay in mess, and people only want to pay for curries. So we're like, let's just get curries. and we were 8 kilometers from the city so nobody used to deliver so we started an a facebook app and a and a you know a place where people could place bulk orders and then we used to order it with from the restaurant and then they used to deliver because it's a bulk order uh, so it was a mini uh, you know food delivery this was while uh, you were still in college. in college yeah yeah it was all time in college and we did it for 10 months and uh, it was quite fun and uh, but but not satisfying at all because i think it was very 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 less influence of technology it was heavily operational in nature uh, i mean kids used to run, not be in their uh, in their hostel rooms and so much food was wasted and i mean my passion for food which was always there wasn't getting better at all which is the first thing i thought that if i start a food company my passion for food will see a you know an exit and a and a place where i'll feel great about it but i think that didn't happen so uh, we left it as a college project uh, part of it was Uh, somewhere i heard vinod kosla saying if you can't do it for rest of your life you shouldn't do it and uh, I, <laughs> i don't know if that's a quote but but i think uh, that made us uh, we were like can't do this for rest of our life i mean it's it's not kicking in it's not marrying the passion that i have and and at that uh, <laughs> I, yeah at that point i think uh, we moved to ima okay. uh, as part of their accelerator So that was our first touch point to the startup world in the real sense because we met like angel investors for the first time and we had other teams so there were nine teams that were there in i accelerator at that point but that was our first touch point to the space like the startup space where we knew oh my god there is an az16 and there is a blog of paul graham that i can read and learn directly from and apply it as is while it may not just work uh but uh, but i think that's where the whole jargon and everything started coming in the first one we did was extremely organic uh but i think uh, when we get, went to ima i think we kind of got some sense during that program that's when we started working on on games and see if that could be something we want to do and uh, that's when i uh, started thinking of a company in this space a uh, little later juggling here and there i think we got into india focus <laughs> so, uh, so tell me now now uh, take me through the journey of setting up macmoka and uh, the milestones uh, good or bad Yeah. Uh, times when you said, "Okay, quit playing games." <laughs> <laughs> Need <laughs> a new plan. <laughs> uh, so, 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 help me understand the journey so right. far. Pick the important milestones right. that you can, and if you can also try and answer, what does it take to build a gaming company for right. people who may be interested in games? It would be good. So, so yeah. So, two part question then. Yeah, yeah. Two part question. So, I think uh, lots of. Uh, Uh, i think ups and downs has always uh, um but uh, i think uh, a good team is is for me works at, like at least for a gaming business 
if you're building a gaming company the first and the foremost and the only thing that you the only asset you have is is a team like because it's not games are, are a form of entertainment they are a form of content that people create and consume and uh, spend time on and it's uh, it's something that uh, needs needs attraction naturally uh, you are not playing a game because you are hungry and you need food or because you need shelter or because you need uh, you know a cab you are you playing a game because you just like it and you love it and you spend time hours playing it and and i think uh, that is why the team that is creating those is super important uh, i mean we can't outsource development we can't outsource any of this and it's it's a lot of creative and technology both uh, all in one i think that's the beauty of what we do every day here so i think if you are starting a gaming company then the team needs to have a fair mix of creative and technology who was the first hire you made um so first hire i made was sachin actually he was our college junior he interned with us and then joined us is is with us since then and uh, is a very important member of mecmoca what did he really uh, do? he's done everything for mecmoca so he was an engineer uh, first year he was doing engineering then he's doing design and now he's doing product kind of a full stack yeah I mean, he is like a full founder in a way is like so other than me mohit mohit was the co-founder always there since the start uh, then we got in shilp who's a cto he was also very early when we moved to bangalore and 5 uh, years senior so we knew him really well um so i think the early team was extremely coherent all from same college <laughs> uh, everyone knew everyone's dark secrets and um and i think that is a true asset to us even till today and and i think so that's where a fair mix of somebody who's kick ass at, at technology because right now see things like we are we are building real time communication audio multiplayer on you know broken connections you need extremely good technology you need extremely you know creative people to think out of the box and and i think that's why the first thing and that is why you don't see a lot of gaming startup just crop up yeah because it needs a fair mix and it needs that uh, you know you can't just sit and you can sit <laughs> and make a game but for something to commercially be viable and work for you you need a lot of things to get right like if you're playing a game and the sound design is really bad you'll stop playing it it's, uh, it's like producing movies in that sense right yeah and i think uh, one of the key key similarities between say movies or soap operas and games is that it is a form of entertainment and if you like it you like it you don't like it you don't like it uh, the big difference between them is the technology piece because i mean it, it's almost like and and i always say this that a game today is almost like soap opera like you can change the story whenever you want how do you know which games to build Um, <laughs> that is a question I am not going to answer in this podcast. No, I mean it's almost like how do you choose which company to start? Uh, because when you are running a gaming company, every time you pick up a game, it's almost like starting a new, new place. Unless you've got success at one place and you're scaling it. Um, so let's say as of today, one of the you know our vision has always been making India play, and you know everybody asks me what does that mean, and I always say I don't know. I mean making India play means that everybody has a mobile device in their hand, and everybody should get an interactive entertainment on their fingertips, and whatever it takes. So in traditional sense, when you look at US, China, Japan, these are like heavy gaming markets. People have played games since ages. Uh, for us, we are a mobile first gaming market. in india's mobile first gaming market everybody is playing for the first time 
uh, pretty much you can safely assume and uh, that is why it needs real innovation on what you're building and how you're building so for example right now we are building primarily for an audience we call Pritam. Uh, we we've actually named him so that everybody has it in his in their heads but you know Pritam is somebody who's probably playing games for the first time so for him games equals entertainment equals time pass equals he doesn't know what a game is so uh, as Mekmoka we do everything we can do to, to take something that is very relatable for him and then apply the lens of what we know well which is game design and how to make something feel like a game and how to make you feel come again again and again and then invest real money and things like those into a into a virtual product and i think uh, that's what we do well and we want to do much better than what we're doing right now so, so if you if you were to i'm really loving this conversation yes <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's quite sport if, if you were to pick um, among the games you should build right. the, the the biggest success, the blockbuster like they call it, right. the jackpot or whatever they call it, right? right? Uh, that or the one that just went dead or right. absolutely no takers kind right. of a thing. Right. Help me understand your journey through right. these two lenses with examples if you can have it. Right. So, uh, so I think uh, for for games that uh, didn't work, right? So, the I mean, we always believe cricket works in India, and we did a we did a a, a test product in cricket, which was the cricket card battler. So, like you play those WWE cards in in Bachpan, I don't know if you've played it, but you know every cricketer has points, and it's a strategy game at the end of the day. And we attempted doing that for Indian market, and we realized that people only want to play cricket. I mean, I maybe we did it wrong, but I don't know. That game totally didn't work. I mean, we it we did, it even it didn't even cross the test launch phase, and and we have we dropped it. Uh, and there were so many learnings from there yeah. that you know, uh, cricket first looks like something that people want to do more than be, more than strategize, and it probably will take some more maturity in the market to do strategy games around cricket, uh, where you are strategizing, running a team, and things like those. Uh, uh, we did uh, Jetpack Joyride recently, which was a uh, which was a global hit that we localized for India. Uh, it, it did, it, you know, it did very well uh, when we launched it. So much we learned from a positive experience also, uh, where we saw that you know localization works. People getting characters. We worked with Tanmay, Zakir Biswa. We made them villains in the game. Um, so people loved seeing these characters that they know into the game. So we learned that localization works. Uh, people seeing things in their language, in their context, uh, makes them more relatable. Same for you know purchases in the game. Like if uh, there was a costume we had called Sing His Bling, uh, which sells really well. It's a Punjabi costume. Uh, we had a Doodwala jetpack that sells really well, uh, which was like a, a you know a, a rocket with Doodwala in it. Uh, so I think uh, the team is very very creative and they try these random ideas. Some of them really work well. Um, so I think uh, the spectrum is always that never assume you know the user. Uh, we've always done that uh, because India is a very new market. We can't just take something that works in the West and just assume that it's going to work in India or something that works in China, assume that it's going to work in India. Uh, people have never played games uh, as such other than a very small audience that has played PC or console. Um, so for rest of India, which is what we built for, um, it's something that we need to learn every day. And that's where I think uh, you need to understand there's a big role of data and user research and talking to the users. Um, for a recent game that we are in beta, Hello Ludo, we are look. I mean, we can talk to our users on our own platform because it has audio calling. Um, so I think the different components 
make it make it more scientific in nature and not just purely creative and and i think that's something that differentiates the learnings also so if something works because of the data and the access that we have to what's working there's so much to learn if something doesn't work also because we are instrumenting because we are talking to our users there's so much to learn why it didn't work because every time you ask a user they are extremely unapologetic and they're like isme cricket to khel khelna nahi hai to ye kaise cricket game hai so they're very very unapologetic and which most users in india are extremely vocal extremely clear about what they want and um, and i think uh, so in a spectrum that's been uh, how we have interpreted so uh, the other thing uh, very common to bollywood or movies yeah. is, is that uh, who we are as society or people right. <coughs> so called biases or good bad and ugly right also reflects on the entertainment side right now what again okay, i always wanted to ask someone <laughs> like you is uh, so how do you deal with biases when you are creating virtual words, gaming experience yes. or words right, right. Uh, do you do things thinking that are you know i shouldn't create a bias in them or how do you deal with this whole thing about cultural societal biases yeah so so i think uh, there is obviously some judgment of the team that is building the the game you know every little thing that they do whether it is the costume or uh, you know uh, i mean it it's it's at some level there is judgment it's like a director's judgment there is judgment that oh no 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 this is not going to be cool and this is not we can't we can't be talking about like this so we can't put in a, in a dialogue like this uh, but uh, over that i think listening to users again um so there have been cases where user saw something as is not appropriate you should remove it and we've removed it um from our first game onwards like when we launched jetpack joyride india we launched with one language which was english and there were so many users who said do you think hindi is india and they said no 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 you have to have more languages there is no way it's going to work like yeah. this and they were very clear about it and then then we also realized oh my god hindi is not just india so we need to put more languages and even if it is it takes more effort it takes more bandwidth more production we still are going to do that um so i think uh, general biases always is oh my god hindi is the most popular language let's do that but then i think users also come back to you and at least for us other than the judgment of our own uh the only other source of such decision making has been users because they come back and they say oh i don't like this is there um um or this seems inappropriate can you please change it um and we go ahead and we change it like and and it's it's been it's been great with just doing that itself just with those two kind of sources but yeah globally i think gaming has gone through so much uh, uh, you know people have said oh this should not be there that should not be there but i think india is still very early we haven't seen any of those uh, at least with mekoka i haven't seen any of those challenges come in where people are like why are you doing this content it's inappropriate or anything of that sort and uh, what are your key lessons on on making money or uh, funding an engine that that potentially makes the money so right. both the aspects like how did you bill how did you fund this company so uh, we've been vc funded uh, since inception so bloom was our first investor uh, then uh, we got in axel and then shunve axel and shunve in the same round which was our series a uh so it's not like i never knew i ever knew vc funding is a great place to be but but i think uh, it looked like a very natural choice because we were attacking a market we knew is early 
was early two years back is early today and uh, is extremely large in nature and is very habit driven so once we create that habit and once we have enough people playing games and investing uh, you know in virtual or you know real connections uh, people will be able to uh, you know we'll be able to build a great business but we knew that it needs a lot of upfront capital it needs a uh, a um, lot of upfront investment both in terms of sweat and capital and i think uh, anyone we hire we always make this very clear long journey be here for for longer time and in fact it's been very interesting that at mcmoka now over two and a half three years people have our team has been super consistent we've had like really really less exits and um, so we're very clear to people that the whole idea of being in mcmoka is that you will see the gold in some time so please please hold on and i think uh, same for investors right we are very clear to all our investors it's a long journey uh, because step one is i mean you will think of making money when people are engaged so step one is to engaging educating telling what games are i mean you said you haven't played games and there's so many people like you uh, but i think the interesting point is that new the the new generation the the you know the teenagers and then the college going people are already very very accustomed to gaming um so i think uh, in terms of funding this initiative it's all it's been vc funded it's our lovely kind of uh, <laughs> friends at bloom and uh, um, and and then accelentation way and a uh, lot of other angel investors who invested um, you know supported us early on uh, continue to support today and and i think uh, i hope that we get more <laughs> more and more support because i understand completely that it's a ambitious vision it's a long long term market uh, if we need to build it very very genuinely and not like uh, do taking shortcuts that you know we start giving our giving uh, you know doing betting or real money or things like that uh, it it it's a long game to get people accustomed to virtual worlds and and virtual payments and digital payments in that nature um so that's about funding about making money uh, again i think our belief is that something like directly the way west makes money on games uh, is primarily that the game is free and then over that you have items that can be bought or watched ads on um we believe that indian users are very value conscious so mostly if you are just selling a cap that does nothing they will probably not buy it so they would want some value in everything that they are buying and you have to ensure that they can't get it for free so it can't be like you know you can buy this tune but you can get this on free on youtube because then they'll never buy it um so we need to be very sure of the value we create for our users and then we communicate that very very clearly like this is paid and now you are going to get it for free or this is paid and you can only get it paid like there is no reason and no way in the universe that you can get this for free because then users like there's a way for free i'm going to get it for free um so i think uh, for payments it's habit creation it's uh, um you know infrastructure is solving google is solving pay paytm would probably come come up with something interesting so infrastructure is not a worry of i mean i don't worry about it it's not my worry i think for us the bigger worry is creating value in our products and what would people invest for so let's say if you have a game where you can only make four friends and if you need to make more than that you need to pay maybe indian users will pay because they understand making friends but they don't under, probably don't understand what is the use of a skin on a on a on a shirt because it's like what will happen what's the fayda like they always whenever we interview users on payments is always like iska fayda kya hai so it's that approach that we need to imbibe in how we design these games and these products uh we also believe that we are much more closer to entertainment and content than like pure gaming uh because we are a new market 
so even if i'm doing a quizzing game it needs to be around content it can't be around intelligence because india mein quizzing ka there's no culture like it's not like everybody's been a quizzer since childhood um so making money i think is again a longer path but is a lot about habit creation and driving those decisions in users by design yeah. uh just to shift uh, yes <laughs> uh, okay how old are you i'm 27 so uh what what is uh, you know building <laughs> building a company and business uh, right. you know i'm i'm not someone who will say oh you are young and all that right. i'm not Thank not God. that <laughs> <laughs> what i mean is like it it can happen with anyone i mean even yeah. if you start a company at 40 or 50 right um has this changed you as a person what i'm trying to understand is in 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 companies like this it it looks like there's a certain animal spirit right uh, whatever yeah. you call it right infectious energy yeah. is what people yeah. call it <laughs> so when when i meet you i see and i talk to you i see that right right, right. so so have you changed too much as as a person and what has this meant for you uh, overall I would do nothing else that's first like if i look back at what what mcmoka has given to me personally and i'm great and glad that we started just out of college because i think absolutely no baggage uh, absolutely nothing like i always say mcmoka is the only company i worked in and that is great for me because i have i have no baggage how performance review should be done how what is office politics i don't know what's office politics because i've never done it i've never been there i've never seen it so i think uh, for me that innocence was a bliss and i think it is it is a bliss like i would encourage people to just start out of college it's uh, it's amazing because you've really you've probably done internships you've seen here and there and then you build a company that you really really want to build like from the inside without any direct in- impact of anywhere you've been um so i think uh, that's been a great uh, great start for me that we did it early and uh, also because we could do a lot of innocent mistakes and just get away with them <laughs> no i mean it's it's really i mean i think uh, all through this journey whether it is people mistakes whether whether it is uh, product mistakes whether it is market mistakes we've done all of them individually and at some places uh, um and uh, but the I I never imagined I'd be managing a 50 55 people team so I think for me that's something that uh, that is terrific learning like human capital <laughs> is the is the hardest capital to manage it's much much harder than money it's much harder than anything else and I think uh, I mean I always wanted to build a company that I love coming to and that's that's been so close to me that at any point that's our highest priority like people are our highest priority and i think just doing that is so satisfying <laughs> for me i always say i'll never hire hr head like whatever happens we'll hire a lot of people in our people strategy team i don't think people are resources so we really don't have hr department as such in the company um but i think uh, one of the biggest things i've learned out of this experience is all kinds of people i think it's how you deal with them how you keep everybody motivated how you make sure that there is a certain culture that set and it speaks like when you enter mcmoka you know what it is and it takes uh, that effort but i think i've loved that journey more than anything else i'm sure if you ask me what you'll say i've loved making games <laughs> but, but i think uh, uh, for me i think uh, the people part has been amazing learning and i i don't think i'll be the same person if i was not running a startup but was there ever a time when uh, what's the lowest you ever hit on this journey 
Lowest. <laughs> you're, you're thinking which one oh, to pick? Oh, I have to which one to pick? Yeah, of course. I mean, this is always those. Uh, um, I think uh, when we were looking at India Vision, right, uh, it was early. It was two and a half years back. It was like right now India is hot and you have like 10 centers come in and everybody's talking and everything. But when me and Mohit thought about India, there were only casino companies. Uh, and we were saying casual gaming and, 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 and at that point there was a time when we met few people and I would not want to meet them ever again where, <laughs> where they said that Ye hoga nahi. this is not going to happen and I was like can't, can't, we can't go that wrong it's the huge market there's so many people they will get mobile phones and they're going to play but I remember in Ahmedabad in IM itself there was a time before we met Bloom there was a time when I felt oh my god nobody thinks this is interesting and I was like, how can people be this off? And, and I was very clear that this is the people are so off. And and um, because you have to understand that gaming was new as an industry. So even for angel investors, I'm very thankful to few angel investors who came there and who gave us some money. Because because otherwise people are like, game bana rahe, what is game? Mein kya hai? And uh, even the iAccelerator, it's a very funny story. iAccelerator calls you there and then they probably give you 5 lakhs up to few teams. Like out of nine teams, they fund only few teams uh, fully, and 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 their person is like, "Hoga nahi tumara. It's not going to happen. People don't understand gaming." And I was like, "This is not looking good." So I still remember that Ahmedabad was probably the lowest point because I thought nobody is going to fund this, and I knew that it needs funding. It that I mean, building something for a new market that we know is going to monetize only in future needs that. And I think that was the worst thing that it's, like, you can't even start it. Like it's it's almost that. And uh, since then, obviously, it's uh, it's been a lot of lows, but they've all been very very handleable. It remains in control, and you feel like you can get through this very quickly. <laughs> so on a more final note, now what you're talking about is what uh, some learned <laughs> people will call entrepreneurial uh, optimism, right? Where Always. they don't they don't give up on it, but. How do you balance that sense of optimism? Right. Because sometimes you can be blinded. Yeah. You know, as get entrepreneurs, you're like... <laughs> get Mohit Rangraju in your team. No, no, he balances. I mean, I've been very honest with most of the team. Like, I'm, I'm a hugely optimistic person. I will be the last one to give up. I will be the last one on the floor. Uh, and, and I think the balance that comes in in the team is Mohit. Uh, because he sees things very analytically. He sees things with a lot of judgment. And, and you know, very, like exactly what you want. You want that balance, right? So, so it's always been Mohit who balances. Uh, I have learned with my own mistakes over time that, uh, you know, there is practical optimism that exists and we need to operate around that and not, uh, but I, as my true self, I am super optimistic, so I'll always be on that end of spectrum sure. and, you know, the team and other people probably pull me a little this side and say, Arpita, no, no, that can't be done and, if, you know, one month is too short or whatever, but, uh, yeah, that entrepreneur optimism definitely exists. <laughs> so I won't lie and deny. Just, just, just to sign off, how, how do you explain what you do to uh, folks uh, back home? <laughs> or, or no, my dad never gets it, especially he never gets, uh, he's like, VC funding kya hai? Like, if you are not making money, why are these guys giving you money? What is the whole deal with this? And and often he used to think it's a loan, and I told him it's not a loan. It's 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 equity, and then they, I mean, he, he still doesn't fully, he only, under, he only agrees that we have got funding when he reads it in newspapers. I mean, we know long before when we close around and when I tell him, he's like, ha, ah, okay, something. 
when he sees it in news it is like oh my god some people have given them money and i think uh, uh, so i think he never gets this part but he gets the 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 building and why we are building and you know he accesses uh, a mobile app so he knows that okay we are giving some entertainment to some people uh, but nothing more than that <laughs> nothing more than that in, in fact uh, a lot of our team members their parents think yaar ye to game hi khel raha pure din <laughs> while that's not the case very very hard job <laughs> <laughs> hopefully uh, you succeed at that thank you arpita yeah. i mean very infectious i think i'm uh, i am going to check out your ludo game for sure yeah hello ludo <laughs> <laughs> shameless promotion plug <laughs> stay right. stay this way thank you yeah, just from talking you.